0: Hello, my name is Caroline.
1: And I'm Megan.
0: And this is the Songwriter Diaries, episode seven. Sorry we were MIA last week. We had some audio file corruption things that went on and sadly lost all the audio that we had recorded. Our guest is judging me so hard for the way that I'm speaking right now. His name is Jackson. Hi, Jackson.
2: What's (laughs) cracking? (laughs)
0: so glad to have you on the pod i'm here (laughs) just kidding i'm kidding i hated that (laughs) okay what kind of music um do you write and perform what genre
2: so it depends on which band so uh i have a pop punk band thousand miles of fire and i help them write pop punk sometimes and then i've got uh I mean, I've got my own stuff, which is kind of like f- poppy, like uh, just like guitar stuff, I guess. Kind of like uh, I don't know, like early two thousands, John Mayer, I guess. But I'm not half half as fucking. That dude is actually probably one of the best musicians of all time, whether or not he's a giant asshole. <laughs> totally, totally beside <laughs> the point. Valid. However, however, y- you know, he had some bangers back in the day but um yeah and then i've also got my uh progressive metal band colony collapse and that's one that i usually spend most of my time writing for and c- just cuz metal is really hard to write and it's like you got to have the meticulous aspects of the songs like perfect otherwise the whole song's going to suck it's stupid I fucking hate metal
1: <laughs> interesting <laughs> <laughs> so how many bands are you in? Precisely? I'm in five bands mm. to
2: say one of them is still in the two of two of them are in the writing mode before we make our debut. But um, one, uh, my personal one is the one that's writing right now, and it's just me writing all those songs and I'm almost done writing. I guess I'm like, like 75 percent of the way through a set list for that one.
1: Cool. Um, and what's your, are you predominantly like the head writer in all of those bands or you, do you play like a side role in some of them?
2: Um, so I play in a band called Pithalo and that's all Pierce, that Pierce, he, that guy's a lunatic in the best way. You know, he just like fucking slams out songs all the time. And, um, he's also just like a really good musician and, uh, him and Keenan. Are just like phenomenal together because they work off each other so well, and Pierce writes so well for Keenan's vocal pocket. Like I have no purpose in writing for that band because I already got it figured out. But for Colony Collapse, it's mi- mainly just me and me and my singer Noah. For Lost Along the Way, which is my personal band, that's just that's just gonna be me. Um, and for a Thousand Miles of Fire, it's mostly Andrew and I just like touch up some stuff for him sometimes, write a write a riff here and there. But other than that, yeah. So I guess I'm only the main writer for two of them.
1: Okay. Um. And then what do you play in each of those bands?
2: I play guitar in all of them. Cool. <laughs> nice. Lame. Mm, love
0: that. Do you play any other instruments besides guitar? Oh uh,
2: Wait, one of them I sing in two. But yeah, I play bass and piano and stuff.
0: Nice, nice. And
2: I can play the vocal chords and the skin flute. I'm very proficient at the skin flute.
0: The what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand your lingo at all. When did you write your first song?
2: I think maybe the third day I had a guitar because I never actually learned how to play guitar. I just kept writing songs and never s- never didn't learn any other. Uh, I never learned anybody else's songs. <laughs> <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really bad issue. How old were you? I was 14 I th- or 15. I can't remember when I picked up guitar. I think I was 14.
1: Um, What songwriting advice would you give your younger self?
2: Um, pro- probably that only, like, one out of every 30 things that I write is good, and had I known that when I was 15, I wouldn't have beat myself up so hard, because I was like, damn it, none of these songs are good, because they weren't, <laughs> and and so, uh and so I just, like, I don't know, just made me feel like shit when I started writing, and then now I feel like if I don't write something good, that's okay, because I don't have to use it, and I can just delete it or something.
0: Yeah, I think that's a really good lesson because I think so many people just want to pop out hits all the time, and they I don't swear. realize that every hit comes with like 50 absolute shit songs.
2: Yeah, I swear. I yeah. mean, I don't know. If if it's like uh, it's like the studio thing. Like if everybody heard every single bad take that you took in the studio. Like, they think differently. Just, like, if they heard everything that you wrote that sucks, Yeah. they would think differently. Like, it, like I was talking about John Mayer. Like, I bet he has songs that are fucking awful.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. What's your current writing process?
2: Um, right now, I'm demoing in Logic, mostly. And so, usually what ends up happening is, like, I'll start a riff when I get home from work, and then my singer, who's my roommate, he'll just like listen to me write it and then when i'm like burnt off that riff and like i'm or like a uh, part or whatever once i'm like i've just done what i can for it i give up and then he'll jump on it and then it'll kind of usually start to take more shape as a as a song for whatever band it is and then but for my personal stuff it's usually just like i drink a beer or or wait no i'm not 21 i don't think i can say that <laughs> 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 I uh I drink some co- I drink a lot of coffee when I write like coffee is just like fucking music fuel bro just straight <laughs> up um no I'm serious <laughs> I'm serious not uh, it's just one beer but the coffee is the important part um and then I just sit around and just like sing into the microphone or acoustic guitar or something until something sounds good and then uh and then I just keep going I guess. Just until it stops being bad.
1: Mm. I like that. St- until it stops being bad. <laughs> that is a mood. <laughs> yeah. Um. Do you co-write very often? And if you do, who do you usually co-write with?
2: I co-write with my singer who lives with me, like I said. And I co-write with Andrew from Thousand Miles of Fire. I mean, honestly, anybody who needs help writing a song, like I always offer myself Help to because like I want to write with everybody I want to write every kind of genre music that has to offer because like you know I want to learn from all that stuff so mm. I guess yeah Love
0: that. what's different writing for your solo career versus your bands
2: well I don't like it when people are home when I'm writing for my stuff because there's going to be a lot of weird noises that come out of my vo- throat because i don't really know how to sing, but I do it anyway.
0: <laughs> no, you know how to sing. You'll hear that soon, but... Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so is the process any different, or do you use the same writing process for both your solo and your band I mean,
2: stuff? every song is a different writing process. Like, I don't think I've written two songs the same way ever, just because, like, sometimes I'll start with a vocal melody. Sometime, like, so- Sometimes the first thing that I write for a song is going to be the end of the song. Sometimes... Sometimes I write the bridge first or sometimes I'll write like just like a weird interlude thing in the song. And then and then I'll write it like I'll write the first half and then I'll write the second half around it or something like I don't I don't think we've ever done it like the same way every time.
0: Yeah. Where do your lyrics usually where do your lyrics usually come in the writing process?
2: Um, lyrics before melodies for sure, because like you have to make sure you're like, uh, I don't know. It's also easier for me to come up with a melody when I have like lyrics that I know are good instead of just like babbling like a madman and then trying to decipher what I was saying or trying to force words in. And that is, that always makes not very good lyrics.
1: Interesting.
2: Mm. Or at least for me personally.
1: I like that. Yeah, that's cool. I always do melody first. So that's interesting to hear. Um, What are your goals for your solo career and then your career with all of your bands?
2: Well, I really want Colony Collapse to blow up just because I've worked so hard on that band for so long. They will. Aww. Yes. <laughs> Agreed. It's Yeah, and so that's just kind of, like, I moved out here to Denver for Colony Collapse and stuff, so, you know, I'm just really hoping that we uh we get a break soon or something, or just like some important some important dude sees us or something. I don't some know. Some important dude stupid. has
0: already seen you, so shut up.
2: Well, he didn't do anything for us, so
0: No, but he still noticed you and he wasn't good enough for you. So
2: Yeah. But um yeah, I don't know. For my solo stuff, I just wanna I just wanna be able to balance colonic like touring year round, uh half the year with colony collapse and half the year with Lost on the way just so I can stay on the road all year so that I can just like afford to live by doing music sucks that i have to like not do what i want to do in order to survive yes that sucks ass
0: i think it just sucks that so many musicians have to have other income just to pay for gear and to pay to go on tour or to pay rent rent. (laughs) and to pay rent like you just you can't just be a musician without any income to start with
2: in Australia and Canada they actually have a an in- income that they are subsidized from the government because they tax MP3 players and just like or just like anything that can play music so like TVs or like anything that you can have Spotify on they get taxed now and so like Australia and Canada their musicians are fine.
0: I know we should just move to yeah. Australia. Whoa, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> like, swear. What? I swear. I want that yeah. <laughs> shit.
2: One of my one of my friends is a uh, undocumented uh, undocumented Canadian citizen, and I ask him every day why he's here.
0: <laughs> <a> valid question. <laughs> so why would you leave? <laughs> what artists influence you in your music?
2: I love this question because um, I'm in a metal band, but like I mostly listen to pop, like. I don't know. I mean, of course, I love a lot of metal bands and stuff, and I know the scene pretty well and stuff, but like, man, I majority listen to like The Aces, which is like uh this weird pop band oh. signed to Red Bull Records. Yeah, showed I showed you them. They're fucking incredible. They're so good. And then I listen to a lot of Blink 182. Mm -hmm. and i listen to uh i don't know i go through moods like sometimes i'll just be listening to like some real weird stuff or like there's a there's a period of time where i like only listen to japanese rock which is a really good time in my life
0: love that is that where you found jizu
2: yeah however however though you pronounce that later i think it's later maybe it's a band i don't know i I really want it to be a girl because that's (laughs) just what i imagine whenever i hear that fucking shredding ass piano yeah But, um, yeah, no, I found, I found Jizu or whatever through Spotify and Spotify's sick, even though it's ruining the music industry. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's a whole other conversation we will get into in a later podcast. (laughs) Maybe we'll do a whole podcast on that. Yeah. That'd be kind
1: of fun. Anywho. (laughs) Um, what's the greatest lesson that you've learned from songwriting?
2: Um, that my, that, uh, uh like to trust your gut, really, mm-hmm. just like whenever I work on a part for too long and just like try to and like don't follow my instinct with it, like my instinct is either it sucks, and I should delete it or um or maybe I can do it, maybe I could do a better version of this, or maybe I should just try a whole new new tactic altogether, and whatever like the first thing that comes to mind is is usually what I try to do like. You know, if I'm just working on a part, I'm like, man, this sucks. I need to just like try this from a different perspective, and that as long as soon as I have a thought like that, I give into it just because like I know as soon as I start having thoughts like that, that this song isn't going to turn out as well as I would hope.
1: Mm. That's oh uh, yeah, I feel like that is a good life lesson too. Uh. A <laughs> oh. single tear oh down <laughs> the cheeks.
2: I'm out here philosophizing. <laughs>
1: Um, hey, oh, okay. yo this is a philosophy
2: podcast now <laughs> we're taking over i want you Nietzsche? to draw
1: another bit of wisdom what's the greatest lesson you've learned on um tours from well touring?
2: i've only toured once but that was lit as fuck <laughs> one thing i learned um
1: be safe um, kids
2: oh man yeah be weary of walmart bathrooms Cause you think oh. that they're safe, or oh, and Wichita, fuck Wichita. That's another thing I learned. <laughs> Wichita, Kansas. Yeah, fuck that place. <laughs> that place, I just like. We went there and just so. We have
0: so many listeners in Wichita, and they're gonna be very offended.
2: Hey, no, well, I love them, yeah. but you know, I've. Oh man, Wichita was a crazy time. There's like we slept outside of a uh, outside of a Walmart because you know that's where you sleep when you're on tour it's really uh, luxurious you know <laughs> um and this guy just like walked up to our van and their the band that were touring with their van was next to us and this guy is just he's just like it's f- oh wait actually i m- meant to preface this with it's 4 in the morning
1: <laughs> oh good all things happen good at 4 in the morning yeah
2: <laughs> so this guy is just like walking around you know just checking shit out, starts looking into the the band that we're touring with. He starts looking into their van and shit, and so I'm awake. So is Frank, the drummer of 1,000 Miles of Fire, and I'm like, hey, Frank, let's go check that fucking shit. (laughs) That guy's about to come say what's up to us. Like, let's go say what's up to him first. (laughs) Luckily enough, Frank had to smoke a cigarette. So he went and said what's up to him, and it was – I don't think I've ever seen that much crack been done in my life. That guy was on a different plane of existence. And then after that, everybody woke up. So we dared Andrew, you know, a small Asian child to go sleep on the front doorstep of the Walmart. And then there was like a cult seance going on from from the walmart workers like he goes up there and like they're just like saying just saying wild stuff and he was just like you know he just was like i i couldn't deal with it i thought they were gonna like eat me or something (laughs) but and yeah exactly well yeah and then i saw and then we saw like a straight up drug like a like some sort of crazy deal so that cracked out guy i was talking about he walks up to the front of the Walmart and that's why the thing that's why Andrew's dare came to life because I was like, Oh, he's right there, bet you won't go sleep over there and so he did, of course. But um no, so when Andrew came back, there was the the guy who was definitely off of something was standing in front of the Walmart. And then this guy or there's this car that pulls up and a guy jumps out, car drives away, guy goes up to the um the drugs guy I guess it's gonna. There's guy and drugs guy. Guy jumps out of the car. Drugs guy was already standing there because he said, he said hi to us earlier. Yeah. He's high on crack. (laughs) And so this guy walks up to the drug guy and immediately turns around. And then there's another car that comes and picks this dude up like that. We saw a drug deal happen and it took two cars. So I guess they're getting smarter about it, I guess. So good on you. Crack dealers. (laughs) 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 Out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah shouts out to all the crack dealers and their ubers
0: <laughs> all of the crack dealers hey you've got lessons from touring songwriting and lessons for your drug cartel it's great wow i don't think Hold they count listen. as a cartel
2: because you can make crack in your kitchen so
0: <laughs> okay well <laughs> clearly i know a lot about this topic <laughs> Do you have a song that you can show us? And if so, will you preface it with some knowledge?
2: So this uh, song that I'm going to, uh, it's actually not even in this thing right now. I'm just going to send it to Caroline when I get home. But uh, this song is, uh, uh, it's just a, not even a song yet. It's just a chorus for one of the songs that I'm writing. And uh uh, for and collapse, I don't get to talk about relationship stuff really just cause like me and Noah are really into philosophy and stuff. So we just get to like, f- uh, talk about life and death and stuff a lot. We'd get really emo on the track, you know, gotta, gotta flex my emo, my emoness. Uh, but, uh, I get to talk about like just how okay. I feel about stuff for real with Lost Along the Way. And I think that's really cool. Um, so like, uh, this one is about just a relationship I was in that was pretty weird and you know like she did some pretty questionable stuff and then tried to tell me that i didn't love her enough and that's why she did that stuff so yeah, that's what that's about sucked. yeah well yeah
0: <laughs> and with further ado here's the song
2: it didn't have to be this
0: way but you betrayed me. i thought that i was in the you forget me You use my arm own words against me Tie me up and throw me out To see another point of view Another point of view Wow, that song was so amazing You didn't even listen to it I've oh heard it before, god. bitch It's fine
2: Oh my god
0: Oh my god <laughs> So do you have any upcoming shows that you want our listeners to know about?
2: Um, We're opening up for Ghost Atlas on January 22nd, I think. It's somewhere around there. It's like the 22nd or the 21st or the 23rd. Yeah, it's one of my favorite bands of all time. Jesse Cash is a fucking god. But um, yeah, so if you like Era or whatever, please buy a ticket from me. Please make me look good to this band because I love them so much.
1: Where is that show? It's at the Marquee
2: Theater. (laughs) So I'll actually be getting paid for the show crazy.
0: Wow, you're getting paid yeah, as what a musician. A yes.
2: Yeah, yeah 100 oh, bucks so for 5 exciting.
0: people. Yes. <laughs> yes. Megan and I will be there, so you can come hang out with us. Oh my yeah, god, come hang out with us. Oh we'll make our own VIP section.
2: <laughs> I'll think about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you all for listening. All of the links to Jackson's socials will be down below and also the links to buy tickets to that show will be down below. Yes. Okay, we will be back next week with another episode.
1: Yay, happy holiday, warm, stay warm out there. Happy holidays. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>